Gospel Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. From the shores of the Delaware River in Eastern Pennsylvania to the suburban sprawl of New Jersey, this is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 305, I Said You Look Shitty. Hey guys, Jason here. You know what's shitty? It's when Pat asks me to edit the show that I wasn't even on this week. And on top of that, when the guys can't even get the stupid show number right. It's 306, not 305. Anyway, back to the show. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty much the best way to describe how this team looks right now. Uh, They don't look like they have any plan or identity, anything like that. Um, And they quite simply just don't have it. And that led to a lot of rumors post-game that we will absolutely get into on this edition of the Red Bull Rant. Again, right? But they're Again. hotter now, the hotter yeah. rumors. Yeah, they're, they're getting crazy, y'all. But uh, before we do all that, let's go into this game. So this past Saturday night, the Red Bulls dropped a one nothing loss down in New England, uh, or up in New England, I should say, a place where, you know, traditionally they've not played particularly well, even in their seasons when they're, uh, you know, look much better uh but considering who they've lost to so far this season uh it did not uh, anyone feel much better especially now that the team sits in 10th place in the east uh, a spot that i think very few of us thought we'd see them at, at this point of the season so let's get into it first we'll take a look at uh what you all had to say in the twitter sphere so Truman, take it away i think people have just falling apart and and they're just so miserable like they don't even want to tweet so we had a few uh wayne harrison at w harrison 83 said red bulls have lost some poor teams this year does that mean we're bad too next three games at home no excuses i would say yes yep i would say very bad (laughs) uh at creepy taxi steven santos says we lost in new england that that's not a shock plus it was raining too uh, no excuses for that performance. No. None. Uh, Anthony Gioffa. G- Where, where's Jay when I need someone to butcher a name? Gioffa316. You met him. I still can't say his name. It doesn't matter. Uh, his said his thoughts are on my Twitter. Well, <laughs> Anthony, we're not going through your Twitter feed to read them, but uh, I'm sure they're, they're not happy. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah at yeah, Red Coach yeah. Jay said, I could write a doctorate level dissertation on my thoughts about the team at the moment. Um, after that game, I don't blame you. And we saved the best for last at Grateful Shred 23. Casey Jones says, what the motherfuck? Robles is just not as sharp since his injury. BWP is not getting it done. So tired of laid. Can anyone confirm is Kamara still alive? Does he have the plague? Lose a leg. 
Uh, Jorgensen thought he would made an immediate impact. The fuck is he doing on Red Bull 2 then? Do you want to talk about that just real quick? Just the, the Jorgensen thing? Yeah, uh, we might as well. I mean, I think for all the bluster this kid uh, got coming in, he seems to have fallen out of favor at a lightning speed. Um, you know, it, it's look, he was young. He, despite everybody, despite the, the, the publicity they tried to give this to try and distract fans, uh, those of us who were very aware that this team was really not making the roster pushes they should. He was always going to be a project for the future. Um, so I'm not ready to put the nail in the coffin for that kid yet, but I, I think in terms of this season, it's there's still time, but I, I think it's highly unlikely. Yeah, I, I, right. I'm going to echo your point there. That like It was. It was like tons of hype, tons of hype. Let's get this guy in the main, on the main roster. But, yeah, I think where he should be is Red Bull, too. He should have started yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know, if this is a kid that they're signing for the future, yeah, that's, that's what you do. You put him on Red Bull, too, and you let him develop. Mm-hmm. If he shows these amazing signs of just being awesome, then you call him up. But I think they already have, I mean, you already have guys like a Brian white that was like, Oh, Hey, he's a goal scorer of the future. Let's, I mean, give those guys the chances first. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. They've been here. They know the system, whatever the system is. We don't oh, even know anymore. System. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are the guys that should get the chance. And right. I, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to lose hope on the guy. Um, give him a chance. See if he develops. Yeah. It's just, I just think the whole narrative, like everybody, I mean, Christian Dyer tried to push it in the athletic about how, you know, he, he was, he was a signing for now. And it's like, no, he's not. Come on. No, of course not. If, no, he scored what? Three goals in the Danish division. Right. I mean, I think 10 years ago. Yeah. Maybe the Danish division was a step up for, uh, you know, an, an American. It's not anymore. You know, it's, yeah. it's MLS is definitely a better league at this point. Um, so it was a bit, it was a bit of a shock there. Um, uh, or uh, I should say not a bit of a shock that I, I think, I think he played, I think his playing at all this season was a bit of a panic move. I mean, they saw that BWP just quite simply is not the BWP of old. Uh, and so they brought him in to, uh, to hope as a desperation attempt to inject some life and it failed. And nobody should really be particularly surprised that it failed. Yeah. So, um, but that is that. Then those are our tweets. Thank you everybody for tweeting in. Hopefully, we have not gone into full apathy mode, and we still hear from you throughout the season. Because as much as badly as this season is looking so far, we're still doing the show. So yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. I know it gets very tough to. Um listen to a podcast when the team that you're listening for, they just blow. Yeah. But listen, we're going to make it entertaining, right? We're going we're to make it as, as entertaining as we can, can do. I don't know what we're going to do, but I mean, come on, just listen to our old shows. Which shows are our better shows? It's when we're miserable. So, yep. so we're going to do our best for you to keep this as entertaining as possible. A uh, half hour to an hour every week uh, with, uh, to hopefully be your therapy for the two hours of misery that we experience every weekend. Um, all right. Well, with that, we also got a voicemail. So hmm. I, I believe this is more like a, a message from the heavens sent down upon us. I believe it was. It is a message from the afterlife. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. We'll play that for you now and give, give our thoughts after. Oh, yeah. The Macho Man, Randy Savage, yeah, calling up from on high, yeah. 
falling from the heavens because I can't believe the hell that's going on. Yeah, down in New York. Uh, I'm watching the New York Red Bulls. Yeah, underperforming week after week. Yeah, now they're talking about a legend. Yeah, I know a few things about legends. Uh-huh. Thierry Henry knocking at the door. Knock, knock, knocking on that door. Yeah. The Macho Man's watching on, yeah. Chris Armas is watching on, yeah. The Eyes of the Nation, yeah. All watching on, waiting to see what the next move is gonna be, yeah. But as you know, the cream always rises to the top, uh-huh. And Thierry Henry is that cream, yeah. If you wanna see something a little bit different, uh, if you're tired of just watching loss after loss, I think it's time to bring the entertainment back, yeah. Bring back the entertainment, yeah. Thierry Henry, please, please, I'm talking to the big man upstairs now, please, God. Let Thierry Henry come to Harrison, yeah. Oh, yeah, dig it. Well, Pat, I just have to tell you, I'm I'm retiring. Uh, <laughs> not from my job but ever doing a, a Macho Man impression. Because when the Macho Man calls you, mm -hmm. you just you just can't do an impression anymore. No. Can't do it. So can't do it at all. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm that, tapping that, out of ever talking like the Macho Man. Yeah, I mean, when you get the real thing like that, it's just, it's, it's, there's no point in doing the impression anymore. Yeah, uh, and what he's talking about, we're going we're gonna to touch on after, after we actually break down this game, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, so let's now finally break that game down. Um uh, so what uh, I guess we'll start with the dislikes, even though there's not much that we can like, but maybe we can find some positivity at the end. So this match, what did you dislike? Uh, I mean, aside from just playing an, uh, another piss poor fucking game and giving up a piss poor goal, mm -hmm. I'm just going to go with the again, no offense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you. They can't score a fucking goal against New England, mm -hmm. just like you couldn't score against Chicago. Yeah, I, this is this is they couldn't score against Orlando. Like you can't. What the fuck is going on? You can't score a goal. A mm -hmm. goal here and there would have gotten you at least a couple points. Yeah, absolutely. and maybe not be as embarrassing. But you can't even score a goal mm -hmm. with these guys and. Listen, I know we can we can definitely pile on BWP um, for not being through, but where the fuck is everybody else? Where's anybody else? Mm -hmm. Anyone? Mm -hmm. Royer, come on, man! Like any can they need players to start coming through here? Yeah, some someone's got to step up, and I I don't know where it's going to come from. I'm kind of just going to roll off that and just kind of make it my own dislike. Is It's just the roster building. And I, I'm sounding like a broken record coming up every freaking week, um, you know, saying the same thing. But, I mean, yeah, we crap on BWP, but at the same time, it's not his fault he turned 34, mm -hmm. you know? Right. It, it, it's, you can't de-age, unfortunately. Uh, if you figured it out, let me know. I'm afraid of death. So, you know, it's like – but it, it's just you – it's one of those things that it's just like, what did we expect? I mean, it was, it was silly to expect a 34-year-old striker to keep up the same pace that he's had all these years. And then on top of that, um, you know, who has 
again, the acolytes of the system and the people at Red Bull, they've been like, oh, you know, Vincent Bezicourt's been in the system for years, and he's, you know, he's a great player. No, he's not. He's a Red Bull 2 player. He's a bench guy, and he played like a bench guy. I mean, you know, he's not terrible, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, to expect him to be the number 10 and put this uh, team on his shoulders is just – it's ridiculous, but it's it's that system mentality that the pe- people have totally bought into. Um, like, oh, if they've just been in the system forever, they won't skip a beat. It's no, it's proving that is quite simply not the case. The, the, this roster is ridiculously thin, and you know to expect them to turn it around without making roster moves—that's um, a tall order. Um, they absolutely have to either make a trade of some sort uh, to write the ship, much like they did a few years ago with Aurelian Collin, uh, and you know, or you know, and when the next transfer window comes up, if they're serious about competing, uh, they need to bring in players. Quite simply, they need to bring in players. No ifs, ands, or buts. Um, so, maybe that'll maybe that'll be the job of a new manager at that point. Well, we'll, we'll certainly get into that. But um, you know, my, my, my kind of final point, like to you, your point uh, is, yeah, it, it's there's no offense. I mean, if you look, there have been some like the, the goal was uh, it was a weak goal to give up for sure. Yeah. But if you if you look at the the rebels and where they stand in both offense and defense, um, they are in the top half of the league in terms of good defenses. They're losing one nothing games. <laughs> yeah. but they're, they're in the bottom half of the league with offense. You know, um, they just have no offensive production right now, and uh, that that's something that needs to be fixed. And not entirely sure a coaching change is the only thing that can fix that. Um, so it, yeah, my dislike is kind of again it, no offense. Uh, to your point, no offense, and that's purely. Uh, rooted in the fact that they have not addressed the issues of the roster that they need to address. Yeah, they're 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 th- the roster is thin even for an MLS team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's so we're almost we're almost Colorado thin. It's you know, uh, it's getting to that point. Um, all right, well, let's try and pull some positivity out of this. Is there anything you liked about this match? Yes, the fact that as I mentioned last week, I was actually up in that area. And I was actually strongly considered going. That was one of the reasons I was up there that weekend, aside from just Easter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the weather looked like shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I am not going to sit in shitty weather at Foxborough because there's no covered seats. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to make the first of all, Foxborough, guys, if you haven't been there, it's in the middle of nowhere. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I'm just I'm not making that drive to be yeah. in what could be crap. And thank God I didn't. I mean, that worked out splendidly because I would have yet again watched them lose up there. I have not ever seen them win. And I yeah. think I've gone to three three games there. Okay. So uh, smart move on my part <laughs> was to uh, not see it happen. Okay. I refuse to go up there to see a game until uh, until Kraft builds a stadium. So in other words, I will never go there to see a game. No, never. Yeah. yeah. Maybe when they're the Hartford Revolution, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my like is I went to Darby Road. Uh, I got about five people together to go out for that. And there was another group of Red Bull fans there at that uh, at the bar. So um, there were about nine, roughly nine of us in total being miserable together. <laughs> um, so, you know, to so if you other Red Bull fans listen to this show, I saw you and I hope to see you again, no matter how bad this season goes. 
uh, let's all be miserable together. So that is my like. Well, now this gets into afterthoughts, and afterthoughts is really going to be focused on one particular issue. Uh, not, I believe it was Sunday. It was the reports came out with uh, unrelenting fury that by Monday the rebels would move on from Chris Armas and put in still uh, Thierry Henry as manager of the team. Well, it is now Tuesday, and, <laughs> and Thierry Henry is not the manager of the team. In fact, Dennis Hamlet, sporting director, has come out and said those reports are false. So my first question is, Dennis Hamlet has not done a great job himself. How much can we trust his word that the reports are false? Not. Well, first of all, if, if there's any truth to these rumors, if there's conversation you know, going on, that's all over his head. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would probably be aware of it, but I do not believe if if the bosses say we want Thierry Henry as a manager, I think that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We don't know if that's really going to happen, but I don't. He can deny or say whatever he wants. He's not going to have much of a say in it. It's right. right. You don't believe that's going to be his call, right? There's no not way that's going to be his call. Not a chance, you know, because he's just as much to blame. Uh, you know, again. I don't think he's had much support from, uh, you know, Red Bull Global in terms of what he can do and who he can bring in. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the same thing is if they're going to give you limited resources, you've got to get somebody in that job who can build a roster with limited resources. And he yep. clearly is not doing that right now. Um, yeah, it kind of almost reminds me of uh, when Ali Curtis was still with the team <laughs> for a month. Yeah, uh, no one could find him. Like, he yeah. was nowhere to be found. Yeah, and it's just like, where's Ali Curtis? He's still with the team. <laughs> you know, it, it's it kind of reminds me of that. Um, I'm going to guess the conversations certainly have happened. I'm going to guess that they've gotten pretty deep. As to why the move hasn't been made yet, I, I think it could be any number of reasons. It could be, uh, you know... Maybe Armas does have through this weekend. And if he loses this weekend, I do struggle to see how he keeps his job. Yeah. Um, and it could be another thing. It could be Thierry Henry. They, they were very close. And Thierry Henry said, hey, look, I was in Monaco, and I got no front office support for bringing in players. Uh, so I, that is to turn this around, I need to bring in players. And Red Bull Global might have said, well, we can't do that. You know, and then Thierry Henry said, well, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, but um, I mean, he, he does know how it works. I mean, he's he's played in the league, so you would you would assume he knows mm-hmm. what the restrictions are for sure. He couldn't just go, oh, you know what, guys, I want to spend money. They're like, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, but I'm, but pick, I'm saying, like, pick one of your old friends. He can come play. Yeah, but I mean, at least, you know, use the allocation money you have or at least use that fill that third designated player slot. I mean, here's the thing. When you're a team that's this bad and you have that their designated, plot, uh, designated player spot unused. I mean, there there is no excuse for that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the the number one way you can get in instantly inject some life into the scene is to get a difference maker in that spot. So, um, you know, and in Thierry, yes, he, he's used to, but he's also used to having. I mean, the one guy was a disaster, Rafa Marquez, uh, and you know Tim Cahill along his alongside him. Um, you know, so he, he may. It's very possible. I'd say it's possible, you know, that that's happened. I could, I have no sources on that. So it's certainly, it's just a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I put, I find it hard to see uh, Chris Armas su- surviving a loss, especially to an expansion team like uh, Cincinnati this Sunday. 
Uh, but the question is, will it be Thierry Henry that replaces him? Right. You know? And and to my knowledge, since the Red Bull era has only been since 2006, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I, – I, I know this team has never replaced a manager midseason as mm-hmm. the Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. Uh and we had a pretty bad season in, in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I don't know how you survive a home loss to Cincinnati. Yeah. And I don't know if the answer is if it's Thierry Henry or if it's John Wolniak just getting brought up just to someone's got to hang for this. You know, someone, someone's got to pay for losing to bad teams. Yeah. That that is the problem. They are just it's it's very very bad teams, and they're looking bad. That's the issue. They're not losing two ones. They're not losing to the LAs and Seattle's and DCs and whatever. They're just shitty teams. They're dropping points, and when they still got to play all these good teams. Yep. So something is going to have to happen. I'm. I'll be honest. I'm very surprised something hasn't already happened. Um, I know it's still April, but mm-hmm. it's. They they look inept, yeah, completely inept. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, the thing you hang your hat on is a two-two draw in Kansas City. Yeah, you know where they and, blew the lead, and Kansas City promptly lost four-one to San Jose. So mm. that's looking a little bit less impressive at this point. Yeah. Um, so late last night, I got the idea to put up a poll. And I said, so it seems it's here on redo, RBNY, rumors have gone cold, but what do you think happens after this weekend versus Cincinnati? Uh, 30% of you said win, he keeps his job. 5% of you said you get a draw and he loses his job. Uh, 38% say lose, uh, they lose and loses his job. And 27% say loses his job no matter what. Hmm. Uh, I would have added more options, but they only give me four. So, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, not much optimism here in the Red Bull land, and it is looking dire, more and more dire every day. So we will, I guess, next week see what else we can report. <laughs> um, oh, I guess one more afterthought. I don't think there's any update. I can't find any update on the Kaku situation, no. well, which is what? a bit surprising. And like mentioned, uh, uh, by Casey Jones, there's fucking Kamar Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Kaku thing. How how has nothing been announced yet? Because now it's going to be tomorrow's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, he was only suspended for the red card. Yeah. So, what the fuck is the league waiting for? Yeah. Uh, at this point, you, you almost have to assume nothing. Nothing extra is coming down. It would be very surprising, but. Yeah, but and, and the league has to – they have to act now because the team has to prep without a player. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, listen, if I'm the Red Bulls and it's Tuesday, I'm fucking practicing with them. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care. I don't care if people people say, well, the team should take it upon themselves to suspend them. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. I mean, here's the thing. The, the, the week starts tomorrow. I mean, there are five games tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you kind of – even though the Red Bulls aren't one of those teams playing – you would think they have to know. Oh yeah, by that point, you know. So, I guess we'll wait and see on that. And you know, it'd be really awesome if any of our local news uh, outlets covered the team regularly, and we could get more information. <laughs> that know. would be tremendous. Yeah, we don't. Know. Know. We don't know. We haven't known for quite a long time. Yeah. 
So prediction standings uh, and fan predictions. I'm just going to wrap these in two and let you all know that Jay's not here in case you haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Truman and I don't know how to check that stuff. So, But Jay did message that because he got the prediction correct, a one nothing loss. He is now tied with Truman in first place. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, so uh, and I am in last place. Uh, points, don't know. Fans, don't know how you're doing. Well, I can uh, tell you our points are 4-4-1. Four, four, and one. Okay. I only have one, damn it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll have, I'm sure, more fan prediction update next week. So, we certainly talked about it. Uh, this Saturday, April 27th at 7 p.m. at Red Bull Arena, the Red Bulls will host FC Cincinnati. Uh, Cincy is currently 2-4-2, and two, um, uh, looking uh, fairly decent for an expansion team. Uh, so, Truman, what do you think will happen this Saturday night? They have two wins? Good for them. Yeah, right? What a team. What a bunch of fighters. It must be scrappy. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Hmm. What do I think? I mean, I guess I guess I, we can't have faith in the team anymore, right? Until they show us something. Uh, Jay has already announced he's predicting one nothing losses until they win a game. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> oh, God. What do I think? Do I think they lose and Ar- and Chris Armas gets fired? Uh, do they think they have a net draw? A win? I have... Boy, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say they lose 2-1 and Armas gets fired this weekend, which would be, which would, again, would be something that doesn't happen is, is a midseason firing. Yeah. Uh, but I think Jay's right. Until they show us something, why, why put any faith in this team? Yeah. Oh, man, that just gets uh, – what do I want to – I mean, like, my heart says draw, but my gut says loss. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with Jay. I'm going to go with a one nothing loss. Um, it's just hard to put faith in this team right now and fa- any faith in their, like, uh, offensive production. And, you know, and, uh, my assumption is if they lose, Armist does not survive. I mean, you gotta, you have to make a change when you go from setting the points record one season ago to being an absolute dumpster fire the next year. Yeah, I mean, a change has to be made. Um, you know, to be fair, it seems like DC United have you know given Ben Olsen chance after chance after chance after like terrible after being in the playoffs one year and terrible the next. But I, I just, I feel like a change, it, something's got to give because. Uh, this can't uh, keep happening, even though I would say that no matter who you get in here, uh, you know, short of, um, I don't know, who, who's the fucking guy in Manchester City? Short of him coming here, I'm not sure you. Pep. Any, Pep, there you go. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure anybody really turns it around. So um, at least without uh, reinforcements on the roster. So, yep, there's a good old, you know, pessimism. Um so we are all going losses across the board. And if if I'll say this, if they lose this weekend, yeah, I think you could put a nail in the coffin for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, barring uh, some, yeah. barring some. I I know, I know, it's only April. Yeah, but I mean, all right. Well, let's put it this way: you you can say goodbye to winning any kind of title except for maybe the US oh, yeah, yeah. Cup, because they would have to at that point they'd have to sneak into a playoff spot, and then you're playing all road games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're just not 
the fucking year they finally had the rules in their favor, and look at them fucking it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just checked to see how far out of the playoffs they are. They are only four points out of the playoffs. Oh, the my God. Uh, which is not an insurmountable, uh, you know, gap. But I, I did – I was wrong when I said they were in 10th place. Uh, they are actually in 11th place. Oh, all right. Okay. Great. <laughs> team in 12th? The MLS Cup champion, Atlanta United. Yeah, you know, I was just about to say we look bad, but good God, Atlanta might look worse. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, at least I think uh, Matt Doyle said something on his, like, recap article this past week. Though, with Atlanta United, they at least have the players where you think at some point they can turn it around. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas Red Bulls, I don't think they do. Yeah, you know what else they have? A championship from last year. Yeah, right. (laughs) So, would you care if we yeah. won the most cup and we were this bad? I wouldn't give a fuck. Mm. Would not care. Would not care. I take the season off. What do I care? I might care a little. I think I'd be a little bit to see. I, I still want. I I still want to see heads roll. I I feign caring for the podcast. How about that? There you go. <laughs> All right, moving on. Red Bull two. They lost one to, uh, three to one to Luton United. First home. loss of the year, I believe. Yeah. I don't know where Luden United is from. I assume Luden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you can let us know what state that's in, let us uh, give us a ring. Um, their next game is Sunday at home in Montclair, 5 p.m. versus Indy 11. Uh, Sky Blue, uh, they lost one uh, nothing to the Houston Dash in their home opener. Uh, it may looks like they already have the happenings of another long season ahead of them, unfortunately. Uh, next game is Sunday at home, April 28th, versus Portland Thorns at 6 p.m. Uh, if you want to join in Cloud9, I believe their protest is now over, so you can certainly enjoy uh, that game with them. Uh, yeah, they, they had a nice uh, TIFO in their section for the home openers, so yeah. they're so, definitely back in full voice. Yeah, so there are. we went to a game with them last year. It was a good time. do recommend it, even if the team is... Yeah. Not so great at the moment. Do we make a return trip this year? What do you think? I think we should. I think we should definitely get out there again for another game this year. We, we got to get Jay up here again. Well, we'll get Jay up. Um, you know, so you know, as long as the vegan bakery doesn't take all his time again. Hmm. So I think he said that they are testing a new uh, cupcake this week. So that's why he's unable to make it to this show. Uh, dumping ground. You have anything for the dumping ground? Speaking of dumping ground it's a perfect perfect word because uh i've been seeing something weird over the past couple months i find very unusual and i actually posted it today on uh, instagram and my facebook Mm -hmm. as i drive to work in the morning and i i drive route 78 uh eastbound and warren and huntington county i keep seeing these two big like uh like dump trucks Mm -hmm. one of them has a gigantic gigantic on the whole back Barcelona logo, FC Barcelona, fucking huge. Oh yeah, look at that. And the other one, which I posted, as you see, has like the logo, and then I think it's it's like messy on it. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Like, who owns these dump trucks? Like, who's like, all right, I'm getting the truck, I'm putting a gigantic FC Barcelona sticker on this one, and this one, the logo, and a picture of Messi. Like, after it looks like he just scored a goal. Like, it's so weird. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna tweet that out so you can guys. I'll tweet it out via the uh, Red Bull Rant account so you guys can see this. Yeah. Uh, it's so strange. 
it's like I've never seen anything like that. It's it's so bizarre. I mean, I I now that I'm a fan of soccer, I notice all the bumper stickers, the whatever you know, for teams that are nowhere near the United States, and it does drive me nuts. Uh, especially since I didn't talk about this last week, but I was down in Atlanta. Uh, I, I didn't talk about this on the show last week, did I? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think I did. But I was down in Atlanta uh, for a, ba- a bachelor party and a wedding uh, two weekends ago, and I wore my Aaron Long glitch jersey uh, just to, you know, and I didn't really expect anything. I was just kind of like, you know, I'll just come to the show, just show, hey, Red Bull is here in Atlanta. I got more shit talk and conversations from people about soccer, specifically MLS in about five hours in Atlanta than I have in 10 years, uh, (laughs) a fan here in New Jersey. It was so depressing and no, I'm not switching my allegiance. My thing is I would rather live in Atlanta and be a Red Bull fan down there and get like, do some shit talk with all those United fans. Uh, then be a Red Bull fan here where, you just basically get indifference and a shrug. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it really sucks. It really sucks to see like how, like, you know, you try to argue with people who are like, like soccer's not popular American. And like you, you point is like, it is just at least in certain areas, MLS is not, you know, and this being one of them, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause you can point to the Chelsea. Like I, I could see the kids all the time. So the Dortmund jerseys, Chelsea jerseys, you know, whatever, and uh, Barca for sure. Um, and it's just like, it's like, uh, if only we cared about MLS, but I, to be fair, the Rebels aren't really giving anybody something to root for. So uh, hold on. So, first of all, did you just call them Barca? Yeah, Barcelona, right? Yeah. Am I not, allowed, am I not supposed to call them Barca? I thought we called them Barca, but hey, that's just me. Uh, now my Alexa is apparently talking trash to me over here, so I don't know what got her all riled up. <laughs> uh, so it's, when you mentioned that to me the other day, I, I had a little experiment. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear my Red Bulls jersey to the Somerset Patriots Fan Fest. Now, mind you, you're not pulling a lot of soccer fans at a Fan Fest. No, probably not. You know, but I'm like, screw it. It kind of sticks out. It's weird. One guy noticed it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. But hold on. He said, that's a cool shirt. Do you have any Red Bull on you? <laughs> so this guy did not know it was a team, I believe, and thought it was just some Red Bull shirt. <laughs> Hashtag sad, Truman. So, so there you go. Uh, it's sad. Yeah, that's such a bummer, man. Oh. Uh, in other news, I... I just learned, I, I find this pretty interesting um, as they're announcing all the European teams that are coming to America in the summer for their, whatever you want to call that dumb tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, course, I, tournament. Yeah. I did find out that Liverpool's coming. So I'm pretty hyped on that. Cause there'll be thousand dollar tickets. But the reason I'm mentioning this is that uh, Liverpool is playing three games. They're playing at Yankee stadium. They're playing at Fenway, but they're playing at, at Notre Dame. Interesting. And I believe it's the first uh, like soccer game played there in uh, I don't even know how long I had I probably will not be able to find the article um, but I know it's been a very very long time since they've ever had a soccer game there mm-hmm. and let me see if I'm going to look it up right now I'm going to we're going to talk about it um, 
Let me see if I can find the article. Oh, yeah, here's the article. So let me, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, University of Notre Dame in Indiana will host a competitive soccer match for the first time in, an, in the 90-year history of its historic 77,000-seat stadium. Wow. Liverpool plays Borussia Dortmund on Friday, July 19th, mm. uh, 8 p.m. local time. So there you go. First competitive soccer match ever at that stadium. And if it's going to be anything, I mean, I know it's Liverpool, Borussia Dortmund, but you saw the way that big house game went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, that's a hundred thousand seats. Mm-hmm. I think, and I, I know it's, it's South Bend, Indiana, but I think you could definitely get 77,000 fans there to see a game at that stadium. Yeah. Is this, you become penalty kick Jesus or what? what, what happened? Oh, that would be sweet. PK Jesus. Can we put like a little red card in his hand or something? Like he's oh. holding like a red card. That'd be perfect. Oh, get on that Notre Dame students. So I think that will be a pretty a pretty cool thing to go watch. Um, I'm sure I'll watch it on TV. I'm not driving fucking South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I can make the game up in Fenway. Uh, the Yankee tickets are way too expensive. <laughs> oh, and wait, hold on. Let me read the other part of this article real quick, um, which I found funny. <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, as you can see, this is clearly from an English uh, website. On Wednesday, 24th of July, the, fam- the famous Yankee Stadium baseball field will be transformed into a soccer pitch because that doesn't ever happen, apparently, <laughs> according to them. Never happens. Nope, not at all. I mean, to be fair, be fair it really never is turned into a proper uh, <laughs> yeah. soccer pitch. So, Yeah, watch um, Mo Salah just, like, snap his knee. On oh, my God. Oh, yeah. God. That's all I need. You know, all right. Well, you're probably gonna get your title this year. It looks like so. Well, tomorrow's a big day, as as we all know. Tomorrow is is the Manchester derby. Yeah, if 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 City don't drop points, it's over because uh, mm-hmm. they're not gonna lose any other game. And and Manchester United, I I should make them my terrible team of the week uh, <laughs> after getting drubbed by Everton. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that does not instill confidence into a team looking for a Champions League spot. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I I displayed my terrible Everton fandom this past week. Uh, I was talking to uh, an Irish Irish fellow, and he was like, "We're talking, we're chatting soccer," and you know, he didn't pay too much attention to MLS, but I think he's only been in this country for like two years. So, well, if I stay in touch with him, maybe I'll uh, convert him. Uh, he was like, "Oh, so you support the Premier League?" And I'm like, "Everton." He's like, "Oh, big win today." I'm like, "Yep." Having no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend of the show, Pete Hurick, was at the game with his son. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And a good picture. So they got to have a freaking good time there. Absolutely. So, uh, oh, yeah. And I wanted to say about uh, the game in South Bend. Uh, after the summer transfer window opens, is anybody still going to care about Borussia Dortmund in this country? No. You know, it's, uh, we're all going to be Chelsea fans now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all well, right. That is, that is a, that's Klopp versus X Klopp, that game, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's well, like, okay, there you go. There's your narrative. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so, I guess that leaves us now with Truman's terrible team of the week. And we have no sound effects because, again, Jay's not here. Yeah. I, I believe there's actually a lot of nominees. Um, but listen, I'm not going to mention Sporting KNC because you already talked about it, so I can't. I can't say it twice. So that actually leaves me two, and I'm very, very torn on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to give it – oh, it's tough. All right, runner-up is going to go to Seattle getting smashed by L.A. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, I think Seattle was the last unbeaten team. Mm-hmm. And they get destroyed by LAFC 4-1. But how about the other team that was sucking balls with us? Uh, and that's NYCFC beating DC in DC 2 nothing. Yeah. Losing at home to a winless team. I think that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, and, you know, D.C. being top of the Eastern Conference for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not looking good. Uh, they, well, I'm sure they'll recover fine, but, you know. Smell that MLS parody, baby. Yeah, you know it. Any given day. Yeah. Right? So, uh, which actually, glancing at the standings real quick, uh, Toronto FC rebounded this year. Second mm-hmm. place. Yeah, it's so, very upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> as, you, as you know, as I talked about them, I thought they were going to be a the biggest of all dumpster fires. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, we like to kick Canada while it's down. Uh, oh my I- God. Listen, can I kick Canada now for the fucking Maple Leafs losing the Bruins? Yeah. Canada, you suck at your own sport. Mm. You None of your teams got out of the first round. Except you Halifax Wanderers supporters. You guys are all awesome. Mm. We'll forever be awesome. Halifax Wanderers open their season this weekend. I forget what day, but, and I don't even know if you've watched in the United States, but I'm going to look like, yeah, I'm going to look for it. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Uh, I don't believe I'm going to try and remember everything. So you can find us on Twitter at Red Bull Rand. You can find myself at PMAC2. You can find Truman at The Truman. You can find Jay at Dr. Stooge. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, uh, I believe Spotify now, mm-hmm. uh, almost anywhere you can download podcasts. And you can also get a live feed, which I believe I'm going to have or a recording feed that I believe I'm going to have to upload to YouTube. You can find that there as well. Um, and, you know, as always, if you want to give us that money, you can go to Patreon and subscribe. And only one buck a month gets you access to exclusive content, uh, such as our monthly wrap ups and whenever we do something for shits and giggles. So that is pretty much all that last words before we get out of here. Fuck, man. Don't don't embarrass us as fans or I'm going to set those Red Bull sneakers that I still haven't gotten on fire. Yeah, well, we're supposed, we supposed to get those this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Someone will probably steal them before I ever get them. Yeah, I can't uh, go to the game this weekend. So, yeah, I can't go either. It's kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, who wants my ticket? Yeah. Tweet me. Send me, send us, send us tweets. We'll give us, uh, we'll give you our tickets. We should have a competition for our tickets. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Uh, aside from that, oh my God, if make me happy for once and somehow win this game. Yeah. Uh, that would be nice. Please win. And then if you don't, please make changes. So, All right, for Truman, Jason, and myself, this has been episode 305 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and go Red Bulls. Yay!